your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show on Nashville Sports Radio. Good morning. Good Friday morning. Hey, the sun is out. How about that? Temperatures will be rising over the weekend. I'm John Burton, Pat and Cook. We are here in Nashville and joining us from frigid Evansville, Indiana, where he saw a nice road win by the Tennessee State men's team last night. We welcome in the marquee. Greg Pogue. Morning, Greg. Hello, fellows. Good morning. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, how was the Eggs Benedict this morning? Are you in your uh, terry cloth bathrobe and uh, your slippers? Hardly. No, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, I warmed up some leftovers from dinner and rolled right out of bed. And nice. I'm, I'm, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it is uh, it is cold. Good win. You mentioned a good win for TSU last night. Really a, a much-needed road win at Southern Indiana and off to... Um, Charlotte, Illinois, uh, Charlotte, Illinois. Uh, I don't even know where I'm going. Carbondale? Charleston, Charleston, Illinois. Okay. Uh, for tomorrow afternoon, the Eastern Illinois games. And then TSU can try to uh, get a um, a week sweep for the first time this season. That would so, be nice. Yeah. Only, uh, and I'll be back up here in Evansville the first week of, um, of uh, March uh, for the OVC tournament. Nice. Hearing the spots playing, so now anyway, Southern hey, Indiana, they are the Screaming Eagles. Is that Screaming Eagles? Wow. Yes. Okay. And, well, uh, well, I know uh, uh, Junior Clay had a big game last night. A uh, bunch of guys, Fitzgerald Junior. So nice win for Tennessee State. Did you catch highlights of the uh, the Pro Bowl games, Greg? You know the potato sack race and the and the egg roll and the. And the uh, I, the end of the dodgeball, I felt bad for Minka Fitzpatrick of the Steelers because he was three on one. I think it was Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, and George Kittle, and they just pelted him to death, basically. So, did you catch any highlights of the Pro Bowl games, Greg? No. <laughs> All right, we'll move right along. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I know they're going on, and yeah, I, I mean, they're all a lot of fun, and they're made-for-TV things, and – are you, you know, cool with the fact that they've gone to a flag football game now instead of a full padded game? <sighs> I really – I never cared either way. Quite, yeah. And I don't mean to be ambivalent to it. I mean, but that's – I guess I am, right? Right. So, I, I just don't care. I never – you know, it had jumped the shark. It mm-hmm. is a regular game. They're trying to get things. They've got a they, – what they have is a weekend of nothing they're trying to fill, right? right when right. you have the down weekend before the Super Bowl, after the championship games. And, you know, Peyton and Eli, they'll be fun, and it'll be fun, and people will watch it, and it'll get good ratings. And, you know, and I just don't care about, you know, watching grown men do the shuttlecock. <laughs> Pardon me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, last night. Obviously, uh, in the NBA, we had ourselves a bit of a Donnie Brook between the Grizzlies and Patton's Cleveland Cavaliers. And I don't know, Greg, I'm sure you've seen the replays by now. That looked like a cheap shot by Dylan Brooks. I know we're the home of the Grizzlies here in Nashville, but we got to call it like it is. It looked like a cheap shot, a package punch to Donovan Mitchell, and then all hell broke loose. Well, it was, and Dylan Brooks has a history of this, and you're right. We like the Grizzlies. All the Cavs won, and, man, uh, probably overshadowing – what Darius Garland did last yeah, night, quite frankly, 
All star uh, snub Darius Garland. We should probably yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I've, you know, and then even more Brooks rolls over on his ankle and then gives him the shot to the to the family jewels and then game on. Then then so yeah, I mean, but this is this isn't nothing new with Dylan Brooks. That's right. his game and. Uh, don't have to like it, but man, the Cavs—that's the sad thing about about it, about it, man. The Cavs looked good last night. They did. Let's uh, tell you what. Let's hear what Donovan Mitchell had to say about uh, Dylan Brooks after the game. Have a listen, Greg. Sure. Um, that's just who he is. You know, we've seen it a we've seen it a bunch in this league with him. Um, him and I have had our personal battles for years. Um, quite frankly, I've been busting his ass for years. Um, playoffs, regular season. Job on me today. You know, he decides to do something like that, and you know, that's, there's no place in that in the game. And you know, you got to protect yourself at the end of the day. But um, this has been brewing for years um, with me, with, with me, with other guys in the league, and we, you all see it. You know, it's not something that this is this isn't new. Um, and you know, tonight was just the end of it. But it's tough when you can't guard somebody and can't do something with somebody. You got to resort to that, and that's what he's done to a lot of players. You know, I, I, off the top of my head, I think it's like Damon. Stuff he, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. That's what you resort to, and that's cool. But um, I'm glad my guys held it down tonight, and you know, had my back, you know, throughout the whole thing. You know, the funny part, Greg, is when it first happened, Reggie Miller doing the game for TNT. This game was uh, nationally broadcast last night. He kept saying Donovan Mitchell just threw the ball at Dylan Brooks and went after him. I don't know why he did it. And even after he saw a couple replays. He was like, I don't know if that was intentional or not. Come on, Reg. I mean, this is Reggie Miller, by the way, who's thrown a an errant elbow, and he's you know he's resorted to cheap shots in his in his day as well. I mean, Reggie Miller is the ultimate heel because he acts like a babyface, but he you know speaking as a Knicks fan, he was the he was the ultimate heel when he played. Well, you know, and and if you watch that, the, the tape doesn't lie. I right. mean, I don't know what he's seeing, and I'm sure he. I didn't hear later on his commentary after the fact, after he had watched the, the video, but it was pretty uh, pretty evident. But, you know, like I said, Darius Garland last night, 32 points, 11 assists. I know Ja had 24 and 8. Here we go. Desmond Bain had 25. That's right, Pogey. But, Patton, first off, good morning to you. Hello. And I know you have, had to be happy with that win last night. Yeah. Darius Garland, of course, you know, local product, Brentwood Academy, had a sniff at Vanderbilt before getting hurt. And, you know, the trajectory of Bryce Drew, you wonder if Darius Garland stayed healthy, right? Uh, but um, anyway, man, he was playing. Yeah, they they needed it as well because kind of the Cavs came under a little bit of fire, not the start to the season they would have wanted saying that. I mean, they're two or three games out of second place in the East, but uh, they had a lot of mo- motivation coming into it, and Garland had some as well, not making the all- all-star list. And I don't have a, a huge problem with it. You look at some of the guys ahead of him. I, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton has had a career year. I'm okay with him getting in ahead of him. One thing, Drew Holiday, I wasn't so sure should have made it in ahead of Darius, but a big win. And for Donovan Mitchell really not to play for most of the third and all the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and Darius held it down against John Morant and those two guys, I believe, came out in the same year in the NBA draft, and they have some good battles back and forth. Not yeah. not very uh, often do they guard each other because both of them aren't extremely elite on the defensive end, and they're both elite on the offensive end. But nice win for the Cavs on national TV. Uh, not sure how many more games they'll have like that. So it was good to get an, a nice win on the national stage. 
Greg, the Cavs were coming off a really tough home loss to the Heat, 102-99, a couple of nights ago. And a lot of people were questioning their toughness because we know the Heat are a battle-tested team with Jimmy Butler and Hero and Bam Adebayo. And a lot of people felt like, you know, they were the tougher team. And J.B. Bickerstaff, the Cavs coach, kind of bristled at that yesterday. And then you have this happen last night, and maybe this was a wake-up call for the Cavs. And like you said, the Grizzlies, we love them, but, you know, Dylan Brooks is what he is. And I spoke about this last week, and I know we've had Eric Hasseltine on, the play-by-play voice of the Grizz, and he says, oh, you know, they're just they're just highly competitive guys. They are, and they're a good team, and they're a fun team to watch, and we like them, and, you know, they're our NBA team here in Nashville. But, Greg, I said this last week, and I'll stand by it. They are a mouthy, cocky team, and they, they like to get under people's skins, and then, you know, you do that to a certain extent, then what we saw last night can happen. Well, and I agree with you. And how much of it does it take away from what you're trying to achieve? And are you more about the mouth than about the wind sometime? Right. And I know that deal out in L.A. with Shannon Sterling Sharp, <laughs> and that's it. And and uh, so, uh, you know, you become sometimes a uh, a persona of the attitude you're trying to have instead of that attitude being real. Mm-hmm. And if that attitude's real and, and it, it works for you, fine. But if it's not working for you, you might need to dial it back a little bit. Great point because I think back to the bad boy Pistons, right, Greg? I mean, a lot of people didn't like them. I happen to like them because that was coming from a real place. They felt like they were the dis- disrespected team in the NBA at the time because it was all all about the Celtics, the Lakers, and then – you know, Michael and the Bulls were starting to get going as well. That came from a real place. You may not like everything they did and how they did it, but, you know, they won, and they did it their way. Yeah, and, you know, throwing the Pistons in that stretch as well earlier on. So, yeah, I I wonder, you know, you just and, – and that may be their, the way they go about their business, feel comfortable with it, but sometimes you got to – when you have that, you got to keep feeding the beast mm-hmm. and at what cost. Well, yesterday, Jerry Stackhouse kind of, you know, spoke out, uh, you know, addressed some of the criticisms about him, his team, his coach, you know, his coaching style, his players. And, you know, in a nutshell, he basically said, listen, you know, the the school is backing me. I'm going to do this my way. Uh, We've had players that have been here for a couple of years that maybe think they're entitled. That's not the case. And, um, you know, you, when you lose like you did Tuesday night, 101-44 to 44 at Alabama, you know, a lot of people are going to call into question. I know between this show, Greg, and Sportsline that I did Wednesday night, we had a lot of Vanderbilt fans call up and wonder, you know, what the heck is going on. So, you know, I'm all for Stack. I'm rooting for him. You know, we had him on the show last week, but now you got to win. You know, you, you keep saying, I'm going to do this my way. You got Ole Miss coming in, and we love Kermy, but that is a must win for both teams. And, you know, if you're Vanderbilt, there's no excuses. You got to win that game at home. Well, I, I want to go back a little bit. You know, obviously, you had gotten Jordan Wright and Robbins, and I know they bumped heads, and and, and even um, who's going to be out tomorrow night, right? I mean, tomorrow in that game right. in, um, is Jordan Wright. He's mm-hmm. with concussion protocol. I want to be. I understand. The record is what it is. You are what your record says you are. Ten and twelve this year. Three and six. Forty nine and sixty six overall. Sixteen and forty five at SEC play. Uh, did have a nice run last year to the quarterfinals of the NIT. Worst loss for Vanderbilt since two thousand and three. But I want to be careful not to do 
too much on one game, win or lose. Mm-hmm. If they had gone down there and won, would we say they've turned the corner? No. Well, okay. Yeah, ahead, but you and I'm, I know what you're going to say. Well, you can't lose 101 to 44. It just so happened to be the perfect storm for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And so, and I saw where the extensive interview that uh, Candace Lee, AD Candace Lee, gave with the area Garcon yesterday. A really nice job by area. She didn't include what year it was for Jerry on the job in the story, which is a basic fact that was omitted. But um, the, 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 Loss, yes. Is it enough to now, or now are we going to give up our season tickets? Are we going to fire him? I don't know. You just gave him the extension last year, you being metaphorically. Right. I don't know. I just I want to guard against putting too much on just that one game as bad as it was. That's, that's 100% fair, and I understand where you're coming from, Greg. My only contention is, and I said this yesterday on the show, you know, when you lose like that, I guess I told Patton, I said, I'm not going to use the Q word, but I will use a Q word to where maybe you question, you know, the team's effort and want to in a game like that. And you're right. You can't put too much stock on one game, especially, you know, in college basketball or pro basketball or hockey where you play so many games. I mean, we're so football conditioned as sports fans in this country that, you know, one game is the end-all be-all. You know, you know the Predators lose a game in November, and everybody's like, oh, geez, you know, what's going to happen, right? So you're right in that sense. I just, you know, you hear what Stack is saying about his players, and there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect there, and then they go out and have a performance like that Tuesday night. It just makes you, it makes, it makes, it makes you raise an eyebrow is all I'm saying. Well, I hear, here's the worst part. I think I would feel a little bit better if they just quit on that game. I don't think that they quit. Mm-hmm. I think they just got the crap beat out of them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and and so I don't. I didn't. I watched even when it got out of hand. I, they were still playing hard and and everything. Alabama just was coming off that embarrassing loss. Texas A and M. Vandy had gone there Saturday. I would put as much stock in how well they played Saturday at a rising Texas A and M team. You, you travel back, you travel Monday, you play Tuesday against a team that had the, the a 10.0 red booty factor. I think it was a perfect storm against Vanderbilt that night. So, let's see. I mean, I just want to be careful not to put one. You know, if, they, if they beat, you know, if they beat Alabama, would we say, oh, they've turned the corner? No. Right. That would be one good win in a stepping process. So, I'm, I'm not – now, Vanderbilt fan, that was embarrassing and – but did you not feel a little – before the Tuesday night, did you not feel a little bit better where this thing was going? You were getting Liam Robbins back a little bit sooner than expected, quite mm-hmm. frankly. A lot sooner. I think there was a a, a, a a better feel about him before going into that one game. So that's why I'm not going to really tear the whole thing down because of that one. Auburn is at Tennessee tomorrow. Of course, the Vols coming off that loss at Florida a couple of nights ago. We haven't had a chance to react to that. Uh, what you take away from that game? Well, you know, Tennessee, you know, they're, they're going to be, you know, they lost that game at Florida. They'll be lucky to make the NIT, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 you have a clunker every once in yes, a while. Absolutely. You, know, you really do. They offensively, this is where, 
you know, I had said if there is a something that needs that's a concern for Tennessee is where is that consistent go to guy going to be? Is it right. Ziegler? Is it Kamwa? Is it Vescovy? Yeah, as a group, but. When you need to have some plays made, who's the go-to guy? Mm-hmm. I don't think that person has stepped out. Is it Josiah Jordan-James? As a team, defensively, they're really good. But when they have off-shooting nights like they had the other night, uh, they, they become very human. Pat And Patton said this yesterday, and I agree with him 100%. We've seen games like this from Rick Barnes' coach Tennessee teams in March, which obviously you don't want to have. But uh, you're right, that was that was a clunker for them. All right, Greg, set the table. We got a big, big show ahead for the people. Yeah, and I want to also mention, you know, Arkansas's come off a clunker, Alabama's mm-hmm. come off clunkers, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Kentucky, they clunked for a, a month. <laughs> so uh but anyway, uh yeah, okay, here's what we got. Moving some furniture around. Ryan Callahan, uh, he needed to move to ten twenty five. Killer Bees is back with us. We're doing picking with the pickers, albeit we have no games to pick. Right. We're not picking anything to do with the Pro Bowl, okay? <laughs> uh, Why right. not, man? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I have uh I you know, I've got uh, the uh, I got the NFC minus three and a half in badminton. I don't know. <laughs> but uh anyway, so yeah, but Killer Bees, he's gonna to be at the Grand Ole Opry on Tuesday night. Always fun to catch up with Bees and, and chat with him and help promote his showing, uh, his uh, uh, thing out at the uh, Grand Ole Opry on Tuesday night. Plus, I am saying this, I am going Tuesday night to the Grand Ole Opry, and I'm very disappointed that I have to say this. This will be the first time I've ever been to the Grand Ole Opry. How long and have I've you lived, lived in Nashville, man? Uh, yes, too long. Just oh I'm, my in, gosh. I'm, I'm embarrassed by saying, so, okay, John, well, don't, don't no, get going well, too far secret, ahead of yourself. A little secret, I've lived here going on 11 years. I've never been to the Grand That's Ole what Ole I'm Opry. saying. Don't get so. too far ahead of yourself there. <laughs> you <know. laughs> so, but, yeah, we're going to do Killer Bees coming up, uh, and it'll be picking with the pickers without any picking. All right. Well, we'll, you know, maybe we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pick daisies or something. I don't know. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Sit tight there, Greg. He's in Evansville, Indiana. JB, Patton Cook here uh, in Nashville at our Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. You heard Greg. Killer Bees joins us next. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. 
prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more... And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Keller B, Steve the Colonel Crawford, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing and Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Pickin' with the Pickers, Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Bippity Boppity Burton. Greg is in Evansville, Indiana. Pat and I are in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studios here in Nashville. And joining us on the hotline, he's playing the Grand Old Opry on Tuesday. Friend of show, the legendary comedian, the great Killer Bees. Bees, good morning, buddy. Hey, good morning. Good to hear your voice, my friend. Always great to hear from you. How's everything? Wonderful. I am in luxurious, beautiful, uh, muchly underrated downtown Charleston, West Virginia. Wow. How about that? What'd you do wrong? Right. I made it sound way more fun than it is. (laughs) It is freezing cold, man. I'm on my way to Pittsburgh. Oh, my old stomping grounds. You know, I lived there for over a decade. Yep. Oh, did not know that. I'm going to tell everybody I know you. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Oh, okay. Good. Thanks for the tip. (laughs) 
See, uh, that's the stuff you got to know when you go to a foreign land. <laughs> <laughs> who to mention, who to not mention. That's right. <laughs> and what to if wear and what the, not Greg, to wear. Hey, Greg Pogue and I have secret code when we're both supposed to just shut up about stuff, so... It pays to know. <laughs> it's the more you know, right, Bees? Yeah, it's it's right. you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's Terry smacking you on the back of the head is who it is with you. <laughs> well, well, you well know, full disclosure. We have a hand, a hard hand in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, full disclosure, we don't we don't have any games to pick uh, today, so we're just going to have some fun with Killer Bees and uh, you know, um, so you're you're doing your thing, right? Just traveling, making people laugh, making people smile, right, Bees? Yeah, it is. It man, it's a dream come true. I just got to tell you, getting to do what you love for a living is the coolest thing in the world. And I have yet another great layer on that is corporate. And I that that's my wife. My wife owns a company that books me. So, um, so we get to do so much of our travel and so much of these cool, fun shows together. So it's really. Um, a neat thing. Now, she's not with me right now. You may have noticed the jovial, jovial mood I'm in. <laughs> so, you know, a couple of screwdrivers first thing in the morning, I'd forgotten what that was like. Breakfast wow. of champions, bees. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's overrated. Trust me, I, I'm I'm living proof right now. So anyway, yeah, so that's right, man. Did I see you on a billboard? Not you, but a caricature of you on a billboard with your with your moonshine or what what was that you sent well me? there's a yeah i'm doing a a show on the uh, 11th a saturday night i think the 11th over in johnson city tennessee it's a big valentine's day show at their um holiday and conference center i think it's called the conference center but anyway they have a billboard up a legit billboard uh, plugging that gig, so that's that's a kind of a really neat thing. You don't get on the billboard often, so I'm I'm pumped up about that. So uh, uh, so that's cool. And last night, speaking of billboards on Moonshiners, last night we shot part of that episode at one of my appearances at the Opry, and so we actually had a very uh, um, very important dramatic scene in my uh dressing room that is as of yet unresolved a, a cliffhanger if you were but they they showed a drone shot of the big billboard that has who's at the opera and they floated the drone till my till my part rode around and got a shot of that and showed it on discovery channel so that was really neat that made me feel like a big shot Discovery Channel, Moonshiners, 12 seasons. How about that? I didn't realize that. What's that, seven for you, Bees? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And uh, and so I got to see that episode. That was my first episode of the season. Um, they had We had to get some special things happening, and then it brought me in into the, uh, the situation. And so I got to see it last night by myself in a luxury motel room in Charleston, West Virginia, while it is one freaking degree. <laughs> that's something about that's something else about old people. Blood thinners make you get cold easy. <laughs> so. I'm starting to realize that. Yeah. I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's been a little chilly here, but well, uh, you'll have warmer weather by the time 
you get here to Nashville next week, it's going to be up near 60. Oh, yeah, Actually, man. I think it's going to be up near 70. Tuesday night. This yeah, seven, Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm looking forward to it. And I've been working out, too. I got my cardio going because I put some boots on while I'm wearing tight jeans a minute ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my cardio done for the day. You know, Bees, we've asked you about this before, but just the fact for, for, for a Southern boy uh, who, you know, grew up to be a legendary entertainer to play the Grand Old Opry, what does that mean to you? Well, I tell you what, man, it it shouts the blessings that are in my life, you know, and it, and I immediately, immediately go straight to it's all God, you know, it's... Um, the blessings, and I say that rather than luck, but I, I have had a very blessed career, and it is not lost on me how special it is to uh, to be where I'm at. And so it is really, really uh, a, a just, it's a beautiful thing for me, man. Every day is a great worry-free day. And so I could not have imagined how how what's the word here how how much it gives back to me how much i get out mm-hmm. of making a room people laugh and smile or just people listening to the radio or whatever you know one of the jobs i had before i did this one which i've been in 41 years i ran 911 emergency calls in an ambulance and this is the total opposite emotional content of a day at work and so being a heart attack survivor, um, having hung with Greg Pogue several times and survived that. Oh, I'm God bless grateful. you for that. Yeah, grateful for every day, man. So it's, so it's really neat. I would have never dreamed the cool stuff that I, that I would get to do. It's a hard gig, you know. It's, it's a lot of road stuff. It's terrifying on stage. But it is a whole lot of payback to watch people – enjoy themselves so so I, I i will get a kick out of that as long as i do this i, I well, just love being able to do it well killer bees bees are a hey, the ambrosia moonshine how's it going man because <laughs> yeah um i was surprised that you didn't make your uh your uh bloody mary or screwdriver with that this morning well, I, I was actually bluffing about the screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to let make. I just trying to make people want to party. That's all. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, people are loving the Appalachian Ambrosia. It is available at a lot of places in the con- in, in the country at moonshineinternational.com. dot com. I don't think Tennessee is one of those places. Uh, we got to get uh, so, Sarge from, from City Slickers to carry it. Yeah, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, there's a, uh, I'm sure there's, there's a distributing company that's got it in Tennessee. It's the same people that, are in, that do Chattanooga, do Nashville, I think, mm-hmm. and, and whose name I can't remember right now. But it should be available in the uh, beverage stores in the state of Tennessee. Lovely. I just hey, don't bees. know exactly how to say where to find it. I work I, I'm, it. I'm, we'll I'm scrolling. It. Bees, I'm scrolling through the internet here, and I come on a YouTube video that has almost 400,000 views. 
The headline says, Killer Bees Grisk a Felony Delivering 30 Gallons to a Buyer at an Airport. What? <laughs> that we actually was able to drive a couple of years back. Allegedly, I was driving a vehicle on camera onto the tarmac of uh, of an airport, an actual FAA-regulated airport, um, and had communications with a pilot who landed, pulled the plane up to the car. We unloaded some product, allegedly, in the car and made big giant wads of cash and then, and then fled the scene. Made my <laughs> automobile and that other person by flying off. So that was on a Moonshiners episode, and I do know that some months back, uh, Discovery Channel UK had posted that on Facebook, and that may be who has put that on the YouTube thing, but but they got a kick out of that in the UK and posted the, the story about it. And in the comments, they're comparing me to Al Capone. <laughs> so... so you know, it, it dawns on me as we speak that I am far more infamous than I realize. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, but that's what that was. That was uh, somewhere up in the mountains, a pretty little airport. But uh, And I think that was the last time they let a cameraman ride in your vehicle with you when you did something sketchy. I think they were telling me that was the last time they let a cameraman ride with me in the vehicle for that. So, bit of a fair warning there, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know what? That was cool, but what we're going to do, we're going to use GoPros. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't monkey with it. Whatever you do, do not touch any buttons. I'm bad about button touching. Well, Bees, I know. What does uh... this one do? <laughs> Well, because I know uh, you know you stay busy. You're on the road a lot. Have you been keeping up with the with the football? Uh, obviously, Chiefs Eagles coming up in the Super Bowl. Do you have a Super Bowl pick? Well, I would have to go with the Eagles because I think that little quarterback went to Alabama, didn't he? He did, yes, sir. Sure did. Yeah. So so roll tide, even in green. With that being said, I do love the Chiefs, man. I like the Kansas City Chiefs. I'd be pulling for them if it wasn't for for Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, fair enough. All right, guys. Yeah, you know, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl coming up on Sunday. AFC or NFC? Let's just let's just have some fun. Pick one or the other. There's no line in the game. It's a flag football game. I'm going with the NFC because I've been an NFC guy my whole life, uh, being a Giants fan. Over to Greg Pogue. What do you got? I, I told you earlier I wasn't going to pick this. Just pick a just pick a conference. All right, AA, okay, you see, you win NFC, I'll yeah. go opposite AFC. All right, you got to break the tie, Killer Bees. Who wins? Well, seeing how I'm kind of surly about the whole situation because I was not asked to play, <laughs> I'm going to go AFC as well. Well, you know what that makes me, guys? <laughs> Lone Wolf. <laughs> Come on, hey, we have the word I would. The word I was thinking started with an L, but it was <laughs> <laughs> AAB's Tuesday night, Grand Ole Opry once yeah. again, and I guess that never gets old. It never gets old, man. There is so much tradition and and just a vibe of success, and I'm going to say magic 
throughout that entire place, man. I mean, you walk in the door and it's just like, wow, I cannot believe it. Every time when I get to go in the artist entrance, I stand there and look at that sign and go, what on earth am I doing going in the artist in- in- entrance at the Grand Ole Opry, you know? These, uh, I just talk. There are absolute, absolutely world-class talent that has graced that stage for almost 100 years now. So, uh, And that little circle in the middle of the old original stage, it's spongy. It's been there so long. It's got so much vibe. It's crazy. Wow. Well, enjoy, Bees. Uh, Greg's going to be in the house on Tuesday. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, always great to talk to you, my man, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. You make us laugh. You make us smile. And uh, what's better than that? Hey, I appreciate you, man. I love you guys. Thank y'all very much. Love you too, Hey, Bees. See you Tuesday All right, night, Beezer. All right, man. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he never, he never, he never uh, fails to uh, entertain us, does he not, Greg? Well, and it's just a, a fine person. But yeah, I, I mean, that thing, the video, though. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at yeah, it right I, now. Yeah, if over like 400,000 views in Discovery Channel UK. Mm-hmm. So he, he needs to maybe get a great tour through Great Britain going. He's that big over there. Well, you know what he would say if he were still on with us? They talk funny over there yeah. in England. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Greg, before we go to break? No, let's uh, take it on. All right. Your phone calls are welcome. 615-844-5600. Greg and I and Patton back after this. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Catch your Grizzlies Sunday at 5 when they take on the Toronto Raptors for their annual Faith and Family Night. Faith and Family Night features a post-game worship service with Bluff City praise led by Effie Johnson, as well as a faith-based Q&A conversation with Grizzlies forward Jake Laravia. Grab your tickets by visiting grizzly.com or calling 901-888-HOOP today. From Nashville's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. 
individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. You know what the Mets stand for? <laughs> Metropolitan. Yeah, that one. Metropolitan yeah. is a flavor of ice cream, right? Neapolitan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? I mean, half and half. Oh, man. You talk about throwing me off complete. <laughs> My equator is gone. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. 615-844-5600, number to call. Friday edition of the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg's in Evansville, Indiana. Patton and myself here in Nashville. And uh, for the first time today, we go to the phones. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. And that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the National Football League. Morning, Eric. Did you watch the dodgeball last night? Uh, no, unfortunately, I did not. I did not. I thought you were going to help us break stuff. it down. <laughs> no, 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 unfortunately, I won't. But I want to ask you a question, John. Have yes. you stepped in any poodles lately? <laughs> Have I what? Stepped in any poodles lately. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's getting bad with the dad jokes, man. I'm glad I people know, like them. You know, I, I do it for the people. I, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, what was it? What would get Rory's joke last night? Rory's what joke was, was uh, what are the dangers of when it rains cats and dogs? You could step in a poodle or on a poodle. Get it? Oh. Puddle, poodle. Yeah, 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 exactly. That was my reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're so bad, they're funny. Quite they're, yeah, you're right. They're yeah, yeah. so bad, they're good. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. That's true. Hey, uh, hey, Greg, I had one wrestling thing I want to talk to before I get to football because, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan. You just don't call and talk about wrestling. And, uh, of course, talk about WrestleMania coming up because I know if I didn't bring this up, you were basically going to talk about this. But have you heard? This is just having this gimmick match, a cinnamon toast crunch match. <laughs> well, they just had the Mountain Dew pitch black match between yeah, L.A. Yeah, Knight yeah. and Bray Wyatt, which was an absolute yeah. train wreck. Uh, I know, and hopefully they're hoping that Bray Bryant's not involved in this. I got the feeling he's going to be. But, of course, it's one of the biggest sponsors, and now you've got sponsors, and now they're going to have all sorts of corny matches. It's everything yeah. you think you've heard of everything. You, you hear something else, and it's just going to be interesting. It was just a matter of time, pull, Eric. I mean, you know, listen, you know. Pull they, this off. Yeah, yeah. the corporate, you know, they, you know the, the corporate sponsors now sponsoring actual gimmick matches. 
I mean, I'm yeah. surprised Vince didn't think of that decades ago. You know, when yeah. when when bowl games started being sponsored corporately. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, and and, got this, and this is a football question. And after I ask this, is uh, and I'll get off. Of course, Derek Carr played in that deal last night, and there's talk that he's supposed to get 40.5 million if he's on the roster after February 15th, which is a week from Wednesday. I know they're trying to work out a trade because they don't want to pay him, which then they'd have to release him. And I know, and, and Derek Carr, and I don't blame him. He said he's not giving them any type of grace period, pushing the date back or whatever. If he's still on the roster, he wants that money. So he's making them, forcing them to do whatever they're going to do. So it's just going to be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, a lot of people think Jets are a possibility, but many people think if he, of course, does go to Jets, it'll be Aaron Rodgers. But I, what do you think is going to happen? I'm hearing also Derek Carr because he was with Dennis Allen in his rookie season. But, John, I just want to get your thoughts on that. As always, good talk to you guys. Y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Yeah, you know, Derek Carr is kind of an interesting thing. I know the, the Jets are putting all their uh, cards in on, on uh, getting Aaron Rodgers and making a trade for him. I just don't see that happening for a number of reasons. So my gut tells me Derek Carr is going to be a New York Jet next year. Well, first off, why would Carr extend anything to help out right. the Raiders when they've kicked him the curbs of February 15th? You know, he gets set $40.4 million in future guaranteed money. Uh, you know, that could help facilitate a trade because he can rework that wherever he goes but mm -hmm. that that comes fully guaranteed why was he uh you know you know why would he uh have wait another month right now the ball is in the uh, raiders court you trade me or pay me right and that's that's the yeah, deal that in a great back, position. Yeah. and that's yeah. why they shut him down because if he'd have gotten hurt he'd have gotten that money no matter what fully guaranteed if he'd have gotten injured so that's why they shut him down and they didn't they didn't even want him at the facility, Greg, because who knows, you know, he could hurt, you know, he'd get hurt at practice or, you know, trip over a dumbbell or something in the weight room. But, yeah, Derek Carr's in a great position here. The Raiders are, you know, they're the poorest, you know, the the Mark, Mark uh, what's his face there? Funny-looking guy. Mark Davis, he's the poorest owner in the National Football League, and so he cannot afford that $40.5 million pay, uh, payment. So, they're going to have to either release uh, release him or try to find a trade partner. And, you know, I think Carr's in a great spot here. And I don't blame him one bit for saying, no, I'm not going to extend the deadline. You know, you know what you have to do. So, you know, figure it out. Yeah, and, and all these owners, I mean, hide behind whatever Crimea River that I don't have any money. I mean, every <laughs> one of them. I mean, you, you don't see them lined up to sell their teams, do you? No, you do not. That's no. a good point. So, um you know, we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers all week, Greg, and a lot of people nationally still think the Titans are a possibility. I personally don't see it just because you have a new general manager coming in place and uh, this team needs upgrades in so many areas and you can really help that with a good draft. I don't know why you'd want to give up major draft capital to bring in a 39-year-old quarterback who's still good, but I don't even think he can get you over the top in the AFC. You know, um you know, I mean, the opportunity, you know, that Brady conversation, we've had the Peyton Manning, right. even earlier conversation about someone of that star appeal coming here. I don't know that, quite frankly, they could put on all the faces they want to, but I, I could, can you see Brable and Rodgers working together? Uh, it just doesn't seem to fit, and I just think you'd have to give up too much draft capital. You're, you're, I think you would be mortgaging your future for all-in right now, mm -hmm. and do we believe that they can be good enough to win it all with Aaron Rodgers and limited 
additions elsewhere that that would cause, quite frankly. By by the way, I saw Aaron Rodgers last week out on uh, Friday night. He was here downtown. Hanging with, hanging with Aaron Rodgers, huh? Good. Well, I wasn't good. hanging with him, but I saw him. I went into uh, uh, did you uh, did you negotiate for us? No, I was in second fiddle, and I walked in, and I you know I'm friends with all the people there, and uh, people just everybody ran up to me. They're like, Aaron Rodgers is here. He's up on the. It was a nice night last Friday. He's like, he's up on the rooftop. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I saw him. He was with uh, his brother Jordan, and uh, they were there for a while. Really? And then, they, and then they walked out. Yeah. Well, good to, that they're together, right? right? I was about there's to say some, that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe there mending some fences. I know. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of going on between Aaron and his family. All right, Greg, sit tight. We're going to take one more break. We're going to close out hour number one right after this. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Bellmead, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. At the hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer from scratch kitchen items made fresh daily. Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. It's a Bill King show. Somebody asked me this ascension of Tennessee football. Is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get a plus personnel to Rocky top Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at six on sports radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. 
let's quickly go back to the phone. And now. Wrong one, Pat. That's the one. Never gonna let you fade away, away. Hi, Dane. What's going on, fellas? Not much, brother. You got it. What's good? Uh, not much. Greg, is it cold up there? Does a well digger mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I happened to be watching some news last night. And up in Hartford, Connecticut, they said it's like minus 30. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna feel like minus sixty. I, they said in some parts up north. But anyway, that's that's pretty crazy. But uh, man, I can listen to Killer Bees all the time. Man, I, I, I saw him a long time ago uh, at Zany's, and uh, and this was the bill. Carrot Top opened up for him when he was still doing that uh, Pizza Hut skit that he got in trouble for, <laughs> and then Killer Bees Killer Bees came out. Man, it was awesome. But uh, uh, anyway, Greg, I just finished reading a book. Uh, Mike Kelly just wrote this book about Jimmy Kelly. Man, you ever go in there? Yeah, I've been, I haven't been in a while. But, yeah, I mean, certainly, what, about 80 years of tradition there, right? Yeah, and uh, he just wrote a book about it. I just finished reading it, man. And uh, I know a lot of the players in the book, as I'm sure you do. And uh, it's called A Generous Poor. But it's an awesome book, and it? But the interesting thing was it was going back, goes way back, and it was talking about, you know, uh, different people like Bobby Jones coming in there, and, and I, I don't know, uh, Billy Martin was mentioning it. I mean, there's a lot of sports figures in there, and the old Nashville Falls. I mean, there's a lot of, for any native Nashvillians listening, it's a, it's a real easy read, cause, you know, especially for me, because uh, they're short chapters. Well, I mean, but Dane, for a, what a long time, Nashville really didn't have a lot of upscale steakhouse choices. I guess no. the stockyard, the stockyard, and uh, Jimmy Kelly's was about it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, and then uh, we had Arthur's and Julian's and stuff in the '80s, those kind of places. And then Randy Rayburn came along and doing his thing, but. But yeah, you're you're actually right about that. I, I didn't even think about it in that context, but but it, it's really an interesting. There's a lot of stuff in there, man. It's a great book. But uh, anyway, what, what's your? I talked to John about it the other day. What's your take on Saturday with the balls tomorrow, Auburn? Oh, I think uh, they they'll handle Auburn. Auburn's Auburn's a good that next tier of teams behind Tennessee, Alabama, I think you can throw them all in a bunch. Arkansas, Auburn, uh, I think Texas A&M is getting into that point. Uh, Florida, I, I think with that win, helped their case a lot, uh, again, you know, beating Tennessee. But, yeah, and I think hadn't the sizzle of, of Bruce Pearl returning worn down a little bit? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere up there tomorrow. I'd like to go. I don't have a ticket, but I'm not going to go. But I'll, I'll certainly be watching. I think it'll be a live wire up there, you know. But uh, in, anyway, uh, and we we talked about this yesterday. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not on the Aaron Rodgers bandwagon coming here. I'm not on that. All right, Dane. Thanks for the call. Have a great weekend, buddy. <laughs> okay. See you. Bye. All right. All right, hour number one in the books. Doug, we see you. Hang on. We'll get you after the top of the hour. And, of course, Ryan Callahan 
Gold Balls 24-7 joins us at 1020. Greg, have a have another uh, croissant, and we'll see you on the other side of this hour. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis. Tension between the U.S. and China as a suspected spy balloon is discovered flying above western states, but so far, no plan to shoot it down. NORAD essentially sent up F-22s to figure out what's going on, and that's the reason why President Biden conferred with his national security team and asked for military options. They determined that it was not appropriate to shoot down this balloon because of the risk it posed to civilians on the ground, and that's why President Biden followed that advice. ABC's Louis Martinez, the big white unmanned balloon is over Montana now near some nuclear silo fields but well above commercial air traffic and it could head east. It will probably follow the jet stream and the prevailing winds moving easterly across the United States. Eventually it will end up out over the North Atlantic Ocean. Former State Department official and ABC News contributor Steve Ganyard. Later this morning the federal government's latest jobs numbers are due out. A slowdown in hiring numbers is anticipated. Despite persistent inflation and fear of a recession the job market has been one of of the brighter spots in the economy, but that could be changing. Financial data firm Refinitiv predicts employers will have added 185,000 jobs in January. That's down considerably from the 223,000 in December. Layoffs picked up in recent months, especially at tech firms. ABC's Daria Albinger. Parts of the Midwest and the South frozen over and the Northeast is next. Some places could feel like minus 60 degrees. Boston bracing for the cold. We've been pretty blessed uh, these last few weeks and Coming up, we just have to prepare for the cold weather. I get my coat on, and then my gloves are in my bag, and I have my hat, and I just bundle up as much as possible. Meantime, Austin reporting more than 280,000 power outages, 330,000 outages across the South, at least 10 deaths blamed on icy roads. In New Jersey, still no word on who killed a suburban councilwoman shot to death in her car near her home Thursday. Authorities say it doesn't appear her work made her a target. So far, no arrests. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. 
Catch your Grizzlies Sunday at 5 when they take on the Toronto Raptors for their annual Faith and Family Night. Faith and Family Night features a post-game worship service with Bluff City praise led by Effie Johnson, as well as a faith-based Q&A conversation with Grizzlies forward Jake Laravia. Grab your tickets by visiting grizzly.com or calling 901-888-HOOP today. From Nashville's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. It is hour number two of our radio program. Greg Pope, John Burton Show. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios here in Nashville in Evansville, Indiana, where he called a great win uh, by the TSU Tigers last night on the road at Southern Indiana is our Greg Pope. Greg, hour number two. How you holding up, buddy? Oh, I'm going to make it. I'll make it. Yeah, it's uh, actually 20 degrees here. Oh, okay. Yeah, not in sunny. It's going to be, yeah, it's, you know, all of the, that's when, when we come up here in this road trip up like we do every year, Edwardsville, Illinois, St. Louis, mm-hmm. Charleston, Illinois. I've been up here with ice and snow. And if you can tell me sunshine, I don't care what the temperature is. Seriously. Nobody does cold wind, snow and ice like the Midwest. And this is from a guy uh, coming from uh, upstate New York. All right, let's go back to the phones. Ryan Callahan joins us at 1020, but right now, it's Dougie fr- 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 Fresh. Hi, Doug. Good morning, Mr. Good morning, Mr. Burton. Good morning, Mr. Pogue. And I hated that you're in those elements, Mr. Pogue, but you get tough guy points for me. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm uh, at the uh, Holiday Inn Express, so I'm really smart this morning. <laughs> uh, no doubt, Holiday Inn. Uh, from what I hear, based out of Memphis, Tennessee, the original Holiday Inn, I think. Yes, it is. Just a just a little tidbit. Uh, Mr. Burton, just want to, you know, kind of talk about Mr. Stackhouse. I saw the clip last night, and it concerns me that, you know, he pretty much did everything but played Frank Sinatra last <laughs> night. And I wonder if – I'm doing it my <laughs> way. Yeah, I, I, I just thought maybe you'd go into song right after you played that clip, but I guess you <laughs> kept that talent to yourself. Yeah, I thought about it. And I, I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, maybe Miss – Candace Lee may have to have a conversation with him because, you know, it's basically going to be a, like an old school national wrestling contest between him and Kermit Davis. You know, no time limit, no disqualification. Loser got to leave town. I was going to say, that's a loser leave town match tomorrow, bro. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Yep. So I just wonder, you know, with all the skins that Mr. Stackhouse has, you know, he, he he's earned the right to say what he wants to say, coach the way he wants to coach. But, you know, it's a little early to draw the line in the sand. I think you need the right to shift. Chip first before you just say, uh, Frank Sinatra, go ahead and start singing. Uh, well, Doug, to your to your point, it is year four for Stack. And the way they finished last year, right, Greg, a lot of people thought they could ride that momentum into this year. We haven't seen it for a number of reasons. He's had injuries. He's tinkered with his lineup. You know, he's had a lot of things not go his way. But, you know, I think, trust me, I know, the, Greg knows too, 
the fan base, you know, they want to see wins. They don't they don't want to hear excuses anymore. And it's great that Stack stood up and 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 raised his hand and said, you know, I you know I'm going to handle this and I'm going to do it my way. You got to win. Winning cures well, all. Yeah, and does. you know, look where they are. They're three and six in conference play. Okay, so they're one game behind Arkansas, which they beat. <laughs> you know, they're two games behind Missouri. You know, I'm not. I'm not playing that. Oh, they're the issues are. I just like again. I don't want to put too much on that one game Tuesday night. Let's let this finish out and see where it is. The team was on an uptick. I thought Robbins was coming back sooner than usual. Than him and Jordan Wright butt heads and and, and both go out the other night in in that game. You know. Again, Alabama is nineteen and three, nine and zero in the conference. They've got a two-game lead on Tennessee. So if they got blown out that way by Texas A&M or a Kentucky or a middle of the pack, yeah. Right now, Alabama, in my mind, is a, is a one seed on the one seed line. So the perfect storms like that can happen. Every coach has them on both ends of them. So let's just see how they respond tomorrow. You're right, though, and and tough for Kermit. Kermit's teams one and eight in conference play and at the bottom with South Carolina and LSU, all three of them one and eight in conference play. And, you know, it's getting, you know, season's getting short on the tenure's getting short on Kermit down there. Unfortunately, I'm thinking. Yeah, no doubt about it. Who do you swing the dub on? Who gets the dub? Who's going to get it? Vanderbilt will win tomorrow. They're going to win. Yeah, I I would think Jordan Wright is out with concussion protocol, uh, but I would think Vanderbilt. Remains to be seen. Again, thanks, guys. All right, Doug. Always a pleasure. Well, and, and okay, let's just let's play it forward. Uh-huh. You know, if um, Vandy wins and then uh, uh, Georgia loses to Texas A&M, which they will do, so they're tied with Georgia. Arkansas, they're only a game behind Arkansas, and Arkansas is a team that people think is a lock right now for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's that's a great point, and you know that is a quality win on Vanderbilt's resume. Um, but I, I, I just see them coming out and playing with a little bit more purpose tomorrow because it's been a tumultuous week with what happened Tuesday and then Stack's comments yesterday. And, you know, I, I I feel good about – They better win. Yeah, exactly. That is – you better win. You know, after everything that happened this week, that's a good point. Or what, Patton? Uh, I, I think Stackhouse is gone if they don't win. Yeah, Pat, Patton kind of laid it out there yesterday, Greg, when you weren't here. He basically said, you know, it's, it's – uh, it's uh, the 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 clock is about to run out on Jerry Stackhouse. Fan support is at an all time low right now, and in year four, he's still struggling to put together a culture, and that's that's not what you want to hear. Well, what he what I would say what Candace Lee came out yesterday in her interview with the Tennessean, I I don't see that happening at the end of this year uh, unless. The wheels could totally fall right. off, but no, I, I, now, Patton, what should happen and what will no, happen are often two different things. And you look at how much rope this university historically has given guys like Derek Mason, et cetera, et cetera. They did just sign Stack to a new contract. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but, uh, and, and maybe this is unfair on Stack, but they found out what giving a coach an extra year or two does with the football program. Clark Lee's done a hell of a job to be where it is right now, but I mean, it can, it can set a, a program back five, six years. If you let a coach stay a year or too long, maybe that's unfair, but I just 
to me, I, I just look at the football program and I think don't make the same mistake for a basketball program that really should be kind of middle of the pack in the SEC every year. Well, and, and for the for the major sports, football, men's basketball, women's basketball, the amount of the buyout at any of these 14 schools is not an issue if they want to make a coaching change. We've already seen that. You know, and, and so, once again, Vanderbilt, if that's what they want to do, just because they gave the extension to stack at the that, – that will have – that should not play one factor whatsoever if they want to make the move because the money is there at all 14 of these schools to make those kind of moves. Women's basketball last night, Greg, uh, UTEP with the uh, upset win over Middle Tennessee. They hit a late three. So, uh, I know Middle Tennessee was riding a long winning streak uh, – you know, tough loss for uh, Rick Ensel's crew on the road last night in uh, El Paso. Yeah, uh, 65-62, 18-3. They, that was their first conference loss of the season, 11-1. and one. And, you know, you, you're not going to win them all, uh, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And I don't think I'll, – I'll check and see here where this put that because the net is updated every day with the previous night, and I'll see where they are in the net. But – you know, unless I, I, I still think they're going to be very much in, in play for an at-large if they don't win the Conference USA tournament. Yeah, middle snapping a 16-game winning streak last night. It was uh, Jesse on Jackson hitting a three basically at the buzzer with the game tied at 62. So um, I, I think you're right. You're not going to win them all. Uh, highly competitive game last night. And, you know, all good things, unfortunately, must come to an end. And, you know, I'll bet you Rick in a private moment maybe thinking, you know what, maybe it's good that, you know, we, we don't have to worry about a win streak anymore. We, you know, we get an L and now we can just kind of concentrate on what we have to do for the rest of this season. But, you know, it doesn't take You away. maybe could tell him that this morning. I'm I not going to tell, tell him that. Him, I'm, he's going to bite my head night. off. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I'm I'll saying let you in, tell him I'm that. saying in private, Greg, not publicly, okay? <laughs> Uh, publicly, yeah. he'd rip he'd rip he'd rip me a new one if I said that. Yeah, their uh, net today is twenty four mm-hmm. uh, in the country. They're twenty. They were twenty one uh, before the loss uh, yesterday. And you know, UTEP. I don't see. They're they're a decent team, but it's you know you're now when MTSU comes to town at Conference USA women, it's like Kentucky coming to town for men. Sure. That's you you get everybody's best shot. Yeah, they had entered the uh, game last night with the third longest winning streak behind South Carolina. They've won 27 in a row, and LSU's won 21 in a row. So. Yeah, UTEP 14 and six, and yep. um, uh, but a, just a 130 nets. That that, but the loss didn't bump, bump them down, but just three spots. Yeah, so um, we'll see what they do uh, going forward. Tennessee, of course. Getting back on the horse tomorrow against Auburn, and I, I agree with you. I think they're going to take care of business tomorrow against uh, Bruce Pearl's Tigers. Yeah, and and you know Auburn's little. I, I don't I don't know that I trust them. I think they can, they they depend way too much on the outside shot, and uh, they're a good team, but they're not where they were in the, in recent years. That Final Four caliber, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, no, no question about that as well. Uh, what are your early thoughts as we uh, about to dive headfirst, Greg, into Super Bowl week? Um, man, I'm pulling for the Chiefs hard, but they got a lot of people banged up, in, including their quarterback. And, man, the Eagles, they look like they're clicking on all cylinders. And for a Giants fan to say that is, is, uh, is very, very, very tough for me to say that. I think the Chiefs are going to – they got their work cut out for them Super Bowl Sunday. They got to get some guys healthy. 
Well, and I think the Eagles are the more complete team. Uh, I think the you know the wild card is Mahomes, and um, I see where the line is steady at minus one and a half. The total fifty and a half—that's a pretty big number yeah. uh, for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, but then again, if it's everybody thinking Eagles, 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 then what? You know, you go to run the, you know, run the other way. Um, but it just seems like the Eagles are the more complete team. But Mahomes is the X factor, and you, you saw. I thought the Bengals were the better team, and and he took care of that game. So, yeah, on one on one leg, and uh, I don't know how much his ankle is going to be improved by the time we get to kick off Sunday evening, late Sunday afternoon, a week from Sunday. But, uh, you know, obviously the rest hopefully will do him some good. And uh, But, you know, you saw a bunch of his receivers go out in that game, and he still managed to find a way uh, to get that done. Um, I didn't get your reaction about uh, Sean Payton going to the Broncos. I thought that was interesting. I thought I actually thought he would kind of hold out and wait until – uh, you know, either the LA one of the LA jobs opened up, or the Dallas Cowboys, of course, and he's gonna try to fix Russell Wilson and whatever's going on up there in Denver. Well, you know, if you're Russell Wilson, I think you welcome him with open arms because if he is the kind of guy that Russell Wilson can turn it around with, if it is Sean Payton, the quarterback whisperer. Uh, who's worked obviously with Drew Brees and, and that same stature, although they're different kind of players. I understand that, but isn't this a way? If Russell Wilson goes out like this, how much will that tarnish his career if he has another year like he just had and and everything he did in Seattle? I think put him at the precipice of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree, and you know, I think this does tarnish his legacy a little bit. So it's going to be up to Sean Payton to kind of to kind of fix him and get him right because I think you're right. I think he was on on that trajectory. I thought that he was on that path to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, he won one Super Bowl, should have won two back-to-back, but we all know how the second one turned out. Speaking of which, of course, uh, they lost that game to Tom Brady and the Patriots. He announced again the other day, again, that he's retiring. He says it's for good, and actually this time I believe him. What say you? Oh yeah, I think so too. I don't, I, you know, he did it on the beach, so it must be true. <laughs> All right, back to the phones we go. Just let me talk, Greg. Hi, Clay. Hoggy, where in the hell are you? <laughs> I'm staring out my window at the Ohio River as we speak. Now that could be anywhere from Pittsburgh to. Can you to... hear me? Okay. Yeah, we got you, man. Can you hear us? Can y'all hear me? Okay. We can hear you. Can you My hear us? Gosh. I could not hear you for a second ago. You got us now. All right, Clay's... let's just reboot. Clay... Reboot. Yeah, Clay's having some calls back. Clay. Reboot. Yeah. But, now, I was thinking, though, I could be looking at the Ohio River. Now, yeah. that starts in Pittsburgh, right? Right yep. at, with the Monongahela and the Allegheny converged Monongahela. to form the Ohio River. It's the Monongahela. Monongahela. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's right. And uh, so all the way uh, through, you know. I, I, you know what? This, this doing TSU basketball, just the way the league configures now, mm-hmm. I've crossed so many rivers. <laughs> Many rivers to cross, right? That's right. 
uh, I've gone over the Mississippi River back and forth three times, the Ohio River back and forth three or four times, the Cumberland, obviously, the land between the lakes, uh, Stones River. <laughs> does that count? It does. Yeah. It does but, in my book. Uh, yeah. You know where the, you know what forms the Stones River, right? Uh, what forms at the Stones River there, Pat? And we've had this quiz before, right? Well, DCA is by the Stones River. Yeah, right by the, but it's right by the airport, Percy Priest Lake. Sadly, that's what flooded DCA. Not to get too uh, deep and dark, but the dam over there, that's what yeah. flooded DCA. Is that, is that what caused it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Why? Because they didn't let enough water through? <laughs> or to let too much? They had to. Apparently, the, the word they told us, if they didn't, the whole thing was going to burst. So. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was rough, man. I'm glad they were able to bounce back. All right. Uh, Clay, try us back after we talk to Ryan Callahan. Go Vols 24-7. He joins us next. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. We're back after this. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs host the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to 
to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I got a lot of takes about what the games we saw. Are they hot good. takes? You don't have to put an adjective in front of them to be cooler like Jared Hot Take. You know, what? <laughs> Why didn't you fire Greg Ackerman? You know, when you ask questions like that, it's a look at me. I'm the one asking the question. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, John Burton, Patton Cook here in Nashville, Greg Pogue in Evansville, Indiana. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to hook up with Ryan Callahan from GoldVols247.com, and uh, we will uh, get his insights on everything going on with uh, men's basketball. Baseball right around the corner, obviously, and it's... Never a bad time or a wrong time to talk football. Uh, Greg, you look at uh, where this basketball program is right now under Rick Barnes and what we saw the other night, Tuesday, in Florida. And a lot of people think, you know, and Patton put, uh, mentioned this yesterday, just the fact that we've seen games like this before from Tennessee, unfortunately, in March, where they just have these cold spells and they're not shooting well. And you brought up a great point in the first hour they still really haven't established who is that go-to, you know, guy at crunch time when you need a bucket. Not 100% sure who that could be. It could be Ziggler, like you said. It could be Vescovy. Uh, it could be Josiah Jordan-James. could be a number of guys. But they don't have that established, you know, crunch time, give me the ball, get out of the way guy, if that makes sense. Yeah, and although – Or maybe the they sun- do and they just haven't established it, I guess. Is well, yeah, and the, and, it, and it seems to show up differently every game too. And, and you know, and you see Kwamwa, the big game he had last mm-hmm. Saturday, and then certainly Ziegler, the way he continues to emerge offensively. Vescovy, we know what you get from him. Yeah, it just seems, though, at that crunch time, who is that guy? And, and that's uh, – but, and, you know, there's always going to be that, you know, thing about, you know, regular season Rick until Tennessee. And, I, I mean, what what would be uh, disappointing? Anything less than an Elite Eight, right, this season? I, I for would a say team, at this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah for right? a team that's, yeah, you got to get to, I think that, um, you know. Regional final, yeah. Regional final, I would think, you know, uh, you're the number two, three, four seed in the country right now. Mm-hmm. You talk, uh, on the on the one line, right? You talked about Alabama. Do you feel like they are elite eight slash final four capable? Yeah, and and you know I think they got the warts too. I mean, uh, but uh, you know you saw that at Oklahoma, which was I think an aberration last Saturday. But no, I think Alabama's got all the pieces as well, and and they do have that guy and Brandon Miller they can go to. Couple guys, as a matter yeah, of fact, Brandon Miller guys, pretty pretty pretty. You know, good. and and I. It's funny, I've been listening to these uh, announcers, and one of them should have known better. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they call him uh, 
Brandon Miller from Antioch, Tennessee, wherever that is. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and one of them, you know, who comes from Nashville, I'm not going to mention her name, mm-hmm. but she grew up here, mm-hmm. and she's really good at what she does. I mean, she was the one of those that said it, and you, you make it feel like it's, you know, like in Carthage or something. No, <laughs> Antioch is essentially a – a community within Nashville, as a matter of fact. One of these days, I got to thinking about that. That got me thinking about how many, and I know we got Ryan. I guess we're efforting him, but he uh, he's, he's actually on the line, ready, All right, ready to but go. I want to do the, an exercise maybe for June. How many of the communities within our community can you name, like Antioch, Bordeaux, right, right. Uh, Green Hills? I, I how many, and I, just off the top of my head, I came up with 20. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. Right. We'll, we'll table that, that for June. an or, exercise of, uh, of, of futility that really <laughs> means nothing. Well, that's it's never an exercise in futility when we talk to Ryan Callahan from Go Vols 24-7. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for uh, being flexible with your schedule today. Hey, absolutely. I, I told Greg, he asked me if I could move it, and I said, hey, I was going to ask you to move it. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work, right? That's right. We're, we're finishing each other's sentences. You know, when you have chemistry, yeah. you got to go with it. Well, well, I mean, were you just blown away by National Signing Day? It's just amazing. <laughs> oh, man, just uh, a lot to follow, really. No, that's uh, there have been some quiet National Signing Days in recent years. That's kind of been just a, uh, the recent trend over the last five years now. And uh, since, you know, since they added the early signing period. So we're used to that, but not really used to having one completely quiet where there's absolutely nothing to follow. Um, There's usually been at least one player that Tennessee has signed uh, in what's essentially the late signing period now. So this this was a little bit different. Uh, You still, I guess, had one thing to watch, which was, will Tennessee stay in the top 10? And they were able to do that in the the 24-7 sports composite rankings. They started the day at number eight and finished at number nine with only Oregon passing them. So... That was pretty much the only thing to follow. Otherwise, it was just uh, we're looking back and, and relishing what Tennessee had already gotten really in December. Yeah, and you just look at the momentum this program has, genu- uh, uh, has you know, created, uh, not only in Knox- Knoxville, but throughout the state of Tennessee with the great season they had, the Orange Bowl win over Clemson, and now, like you said, a top-10 recruiting class. Uh, doesn't suck to be Josh Heupel right now in Knoxville, does it? For, for multiple and reasons. he just I got mean, the bag too, week. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got the money and, uh, and and got the got the good season and the good recruiting class to back it up. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's you know certainly good vibes for Tennessee going into the off season. Uh, you know, of course, the big the big question now immediately turns to can they build on and sustain what they've done? Um, that's obviously going to be a big challenge with some really good players headed to the NFL draft and uh, and no longer around, but. Uh, but, yeah, this, this recruiting class gives them a better chance of, I, I think, sticking around for the long haul and, and, and sustaining what they accomplished this season. Obviously, it, it starts with Nico Iamaliava, the five-star quarterback, but they got some good pieces on defense that should help them upgrade that side of the ball, uh, continuing to build depth at wide receiver on the offensive line, at running back, uh, got, a, got a highly ranked tight end in Ethan Davis. So uh, a lot of pieces I think you'll see – uh, playing important roles for Tennessee over the next few years. So this, this recruiting class certainly should give them a, a better chance of building on what they've already done. Have we seen the last of the early signing period where it is in December? Maybe not eliminating it completely, but, I mean, you know, you had just for the, the, 
the allure of the signing day, the traditional signing day. I mean, what, only three top 100 prospects and most teams like Tennessee had already wrapped up, you know, what they were going to do. But coaches are pushing for the adjustment uh, to reduce that chaos, the overlap with the bowl games, the open transfer portal window. And I know the FCA, the American Football Coaches Association, are pushing it to the, what, maybe end of November, early December that way it doesn't overlap with those two things, and I think that's where it's headed. Well, yes, it could be headed there, but it feels like more of a long-term thing. I don't know. We'll see if any momentum builds for for that to happen in the short term. Um, Right now it feels like it's it's still in the early stages, Uh, but I do think Greg Sankey saying something about it, uh, I guess it was last month, uh, that the early signing period needs to go uh, or be changed significantly. Uh, that, that's at least a step in, in the direction to, to maybe getting something accomplished there. We'll, we'll see how long it takes uh, for, for something to be changed, but I, I do think that's where things eventually need to head. Maybe they want to let things sort out for another year or two, see kind of how you – know, there, there's really not been any stability in college football the last few years. That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. There have been some, some seismic changes in the sport from NIL to the transfer portal to the one-time transfer exception. Uh, kind of clearing the way for players to go wherever they want, whenever they want. Um, that that all has happened in the span of a few years. You know, may, maybe there's something to be said for waiting another year or two, getting a better feel for what the long-term ramifications of all of that are, and then making a change or, or an adjustment to the calendar as they see fit. But I, I don't see a perfect solution to any of that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, late November, early December, I guess, would, would make some sense. Then you encroach on the end of the regular season. Are coaches going to want to – you know, push for the stretch run in recruiting uh, and, and look look to sign guys at the last minute as they're finishing up their regular seasons. You know, I, I don't know. There, there's really not a perfect time of year to do it now with how the calendar has evolved. It seemed like when I when I started in this business, there was a dead there was a dead stretch in the calendar where there really wasn't a whole lot for coaches to do on campus, and that's just gone. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I don't I don't know what happened to it, but it's been filled in by all these different things. And uh, so that now you look at the, the possibilities and. Every alternative seems to have some sort of problem with it. Uh, the only thing I can think of that, that really makes a lot of sense, and then some people tell me even this doesn't make sense, is going back to the old system of having it just in February. Uh, I'm not sure that any early signing period makes perfect sense, and, and any of them could lead to some additional problems that are just different problems, not necessarily a lot better than what they have now. I miss the old fax machine. Let's just all gather by the fax machine <laughs> and wait for, the, wait for them all to come in. The fax cams that everybody set up 15 years ago, those were fun. Yeah, and uh, Jim Rome follows us, and I remember back in the days in the late 90s where people had to fax their takes into them. We've come a long way since then. Ryan Callahan, our guest, at oh, Ryan Callahan247 oh yeah. Callahan on Twitter, uh, gofalls247.com. Uh, biggest takeaway from uh, Tuesday night's loss at Florida for the men's team, Ryan? Oh, man. I'd say for Tennessee fans, it's, um, this team is what we thought it was. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I think I think that's the you – know, we, we kind of had a discussion uh, with Wes Rucker, our colleague at GoVols 24-7, uh, kind of maybe started the discussion a little bit a, a week or two ago of why isn't there more hype, more excitement around this team? You know, this is a – at the time, I think they were ranked number six. They've now climbed – comfortably into the top five at number two right now. Um, so, so there's been all this discussion of why haven't people been more excited about what this team is doing and what, the, what they could accomplish. They're, you're looking at a possible number one seed, depending on how the rest of the regular season goes. 
and, and this game against Florida gave us kind of the reminder of why fans have been a little bit slow to embrace this team. I think they see a lot of similarities in last year's team uh, where when, when they – they're, they're really good defensively. They're, they're elite defensively, obviously. They've, they've held eight teams under 50 points this season. Uh, they, they've, had, they've had an impressive stretch over the past few months of, of just playing really good defense on a pretty consistent basis. This team's struggles aren't on that end of the court, though. If this team loses, it's probably going to be because they had an offensive performance like they did the other night against the Gators. And I, I think that's the kind of thing that happens frequently enough with this team that I think fans are already kind of envisioning this team's March exit. And I think they're, they're, they're a little bit, uh, they're, they're a little bit tired, I guess, of the, the March performances under Rick Barnes. There haven't been too many, but there's, there's been just enough of that trend that I think they, they just already are, are kind of envisioning how this team's season is going to end. And they see it looking a lot like that game earlier this week. So uh, it, it, this team is really good. They still could make a deep run. Uh, but I think that that game was a reminder of their offensive shortcomings and the fact that when they're when they're a little bit cold or off their game, they just don't have that go-to scorer, at least not on a consistent basis, who can make a big shot and bail them out and, and slow down a team's run or, or kind of turn the momentum in a game. But the best thing about it is is the defense, and when you get in NCAA tournament settings, it's almost – the games are segmented because of the breaks and just the way things mm-hmm. are. And you don't have a lot of high-scoring games in the NCAA tournament compared to the regular season. So that's the good. And that you do have three or four good offensive weapons, especially the way Conway, is, or Conway has come out here in the last few weeks and I think opened up more offensively as well. But you're right. I think Vol fans and, and Rick Barnes historians are just – they always go into the postseason, well, where's the shoe going to fall, right? Where's it going to yeah, fall? Yeah. Yep. And we, we were just kind of comparing uh, uh, the other day some of the, the results for Rick Barnes in his first six years at Tennessee compared to Bruce Pearl in his six years at Tennessee. And obviously Pearl's years are remembered pretty fondly by a lot of Tennessee fans. And when you look at it, Rick Barnes has had better regular season success. Um, he's spent more weeks in the top five, more weeks in the top 25, more weeks at number one uh, than Bruce Pearl had during his time at Tennessee. But two big differences. Bruce Pearl had more Sweet 16 appearances, and he went to the Elite Eight one. Rick Barnes hasn't been to the Elite Eight at Tennessee, and he only has one Sweet 16 appearance. So those second-round losses uh, that, the, that we've already seen a few times that under Rick Barnes at Tennessee, it's, it's, uh, they've, they've gotten uh, – Fans at least a little bit frustrated with that. You know, it's, they, they understand that uh, he's running a great program. It's, uh, you know, it's been a clean program. They haven't had any off-court off issues, really. Um, so so they, they like a lot of the things they see, uh, but the brand of basketball he plays is not as exciting as the brand they played under Bruce Pearl years ago, obviously, because it is such a defensive kind of grinded-out system. And then – when it gets to postseason play, this team hasn't, this program hasn't been consistent enough. We'll see if this team's any different. You know, like you said, though, I, I still think that defense they play gives you a chance in March. You know, I think defense travels well. You know, they, they've got enough weapons that you can certainly see them playing, playing their best in March. If they, it's all about getting hot at the right time. I, I think if you're a Tennessee fan, you'd be more worried if this team had had already peaked. You don't want to peak too early in basketball. I think it's not such a bad thing that you're still having this team you know, have some bumps in the road along the way. It's okay to have that in the regular season. It's can they get Olivier Kamwa and Santiago Vescovi and Julian Phillips, maybe most importantly, if all those guys can start scoring on a more consistent basis, 
and that gives them something to work on over the next couple months. But if that happens, this team could be pretty tough to beat come mid-March. Auburn coming in, obviously, tomorrow, Ryan. Um, you know, not probably as good as we've seen Bruce Pearl teams in recent years, but still a formidable foe uh, coming into Knoxville. Absolutely, and the, the the style of basketball they play, they're, they're a tough out anytime you, you, you face a Bruce Pearl team. Uh, I think this Tennessee team, it's a, it's a better setup this time. They, they have had some losses to Bruce Pearl to, uh, when he has come back to Knoxville. I, I believe won the last time uh, they were back, but, but ha- has had some success against Tennessee. But this setup a little better. You, you, you certainly think we're going to see a pretty hungry Tennessee team on, uh, on Saturday coming off a loss. And, uh, and, and obviously a home crowd that's going to be pretty fired up for that one always is uh, for, for Bruce Pearl being back in town. Uh, and, and just a good opponent. You know, we've talked about it before. Tennessee's not had a great home schedule, Kentucky being the one big home game. So I think fans are uh, excited to see a quality opponent come through Thompson Bowling Arena again. So uh, I think the setup definitely better for Tennessee going into this one. They'll, they'll definitely be eager to bounce back from what was one of their, certainly one of their worst performances of the season so far. But uh, Auburn's a tough enough team that even on a, even with all that other stuff uh, taken into account, it's going to be a tough game for Tennessee. So they've got to be ready to play and certainly need to bring their offensive, uh, a better offensive performance than what we saw earlier this week. All right, Ryan, get your plugs in, man. How can people keep up with your outstanding work? Well, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, check out all the coverage at GoVols247.com. Uh, already getting into baseball coverage with that just around the corner. We'll be talking about that here in just a, a couple weeks with the season opener two wow. weeks away. Uh, Football, uh, spring football just around the corner. Uh, already looking ahead to what Tennessee's got on the roster. Recruiting never stops, of course, and basketball in full swing. So lots to keep track of at GoVols247.com. Ryan, as always, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You guys, too. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you, buddy. Hey, John. Yes. All of our uh, UT visitors brought to you by Star Leasing Company, founded in 1974, serving the Nashville area and Mid-state market out of Smyrna since 2015. Star Leasing Company, a one-stop shop for all semi-trailer needs, continuing expanding in the footprint. Now with 13 locations nationally, serving Tennessee cities and nearby areas, Star Leasing does semi-trailer leasing and rentals and purchases, new and used trailers, maintenance and unscheduled repairs on Star Leasing, non-star trailers as well, including over the road and can take care of all your semi-trailer needs from brakes and tires to full rebuilds, plus there are great incentive packages to become a part of the Star Leasing team. A member of the Tennessee Trucking Association, Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. Visit StarLeasing.com to learn more, J.B. I believe this is the part where you say we're wide open until the top of the hour, 615-844-5600. Back after this. Hey, Nashville. Start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... 
Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville's Sports Radio WNSR. Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. Better shows all day. Nashville Sports Radio. 615-844-5600. That is the number to call. John Burton, Pat Cook here in Nashville. Greg's in Evansville, and we go to the phones and check in with Tony in Nolansville. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. I love it. And, uh, oh, by the way, real quick, Pokey, didn't you have a birthday this week? I did. Yes, I did. Wednesday. Happy belated, Greg. I thought I heard that uh, on uh, some other airways through the grapevine. So, happy belated birthday, young man. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, Wednesday we were uh, scheduled to be in, and then the ice capades hit, and we weren't able to get out. I heard – Hey, we could have got there. Patton went up and down the hill, went up and down the hill, went up and down the hill, and never got up the hill. <laughs> That's true. And hey, here's John. the thing about birthdays, Greg. Never Keep stop having, having them. them. Oh, yeah. I'm already That's working right. on my next That's, one. You always want to have as many as you, as you can get. John, tell Bree and Henry, thank you for finally getting the sun back in. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That, that, 
we've been like hermits in this. I, I, I had cabin fever, guys. I'm glad to see see it back out there. So Up in the 50s this weekend, stuff. Tony, and uh, I think I think Tuesday's going to be near 70. Yeah, and that's why I've already got me a golf uh, tea time for Tuesday. There you go. I've already got it. Me and the wife going to go play. Get us nine in on that day. Bogey, I want to send congrats out to you as well. I happened to see where you've been selected one of the writers or journalists to cover the OVC on several stories for the past 75-year history of it. I think it's – I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking uh, – I think uh, they couldn't have picked a better person to know and, you know, that's kept up with it, known it, and I'm involved in it so many years you have been. So congrats on that. Well, let me. It's a yeah. They've contracted me to do a 15-part series on the 75th anniversary of the OVC. A bunch of different topics, and uh, a lot of those stories will be folded into a copy, a coffee table book, uh, to be released uh, next fall. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and, uh, of course, don't forget to mention my name, Ben, at Austin P. You know. <laughs> I, well, you, well, you, got, you got a whole chapter, especially, yeah, especially the, your second incarceration. Right. Speaking of Austin P., guys, I know they're not in the OBC. We've covered that. But uh, in their signing period, John, uh, they picked up – they've got a full slate of players, you know, and they're – signing of 23 the other day they've got uh, transfer portal, uh, portal guys that's come in from kansas western kentucky uh north texas uh scotty went out and hit the juco uh colleges uh he got four or five players out of the juco and uh got one big kid out of Carthage. guys he's six nine three forty five offensive linemen so I hope they all this comes together for a, a good football season coming up. I, I think he signed a top-notch recruiting class from everything I've read on some of these guys, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I haven't done a deep um, dive into that yet, Tony, but uh, listen, I'm a big fan of Scotty and, and, and the APSU program, so um, – if they, don't, if, they, if they don't win, it's not going to be from a lack of trying. I, I, I'll tell you that. Oh, you're right. And and I just hope we can keep him. And we, yeah. I know Austin Peay's in that level where it's a stepping stone type school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, you get a guy up there that's, like you just said, the way Scotty operates, the energy and the passion he brings, the enthusiasm, he, he just hates – good for him wherever he goes, when he goes, but – Boy, I'd love to keep him another couple of years. So, hey guys, have a great, safe weekend. Uh, let's hope you, everybody has a better weekend than poor old Shay Ralph over there at Vanderbilt. Yeah. I, I feel so sorry for her. She just don't have nothing to work with. Yeah, but I, they're going to be patient with her. She's going to turn that around. I believe in her. 100%. She is going to turn it around. I like her. Yep. Have a great one, John. See Take you care. guys. Thanks, Tony. Hey, Greg, you know, it, uh, today is a made-up day by uh, the four-letter network. Do you know what it is? Uh, no, what is it? It's Michael Jordan Day, 2323. Well, February 3rd, 2023. I, oh, I get it. This, of course, is LeBron James is about to break the all-time scoring record held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar if you need it. Not too shabby. Yeah, just needs 63 points, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I mean, the way they let him play without having call, called fouls on her, you'll probably get him next game. 
Oh, you're something else. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, ESPN is basically saying it's it's Michael Jordan Day. And listen, you know, if you ask me off air who I think the greatest player in a basketball player of all time is, I'll tell you. I'll just say, in my opinion, Le- LeBron's no worse than the second greatest. And I mean, you know, you look at what Jordan did, and it seems to get better with age. The six championships. Never lost in the finals. All the MVPs, all the all the spectacular moments. I mean, he really, you know, we talk about where Tom Brady is. I mean, it start it kind of starts and begins with guys like Ali and Babe Ruth and and Michael Jordan, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, it's you know, you, it's hard to take away from what Michael Jordan, the impact he had, you know, and and at that time with Larry Bird sort of bringing the league back, and then what he did transcended it. And he also brought a lot of eyeballs, I think. Uh, to the game that weren't watching the game before. Right, I, the casual uh, fan, right? Well, and also the, I think the African-American community as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that's a great point because uh, we know what the NBA was like in the late 70s before Bird and Magic got there. You know, you couldn't even watch the finals on regular TV. It was tape delayed. You know, the, the quality of the league was was not good. A lot, a lot of the top players were on drugs. I mean, it was it was bad. There were fights every night and – you know, it started with Magic and Bird, and then obviously Michael took it uh, to the next level, no question about it. All right, Greg, sit tight. We're going to come back and land our plane right after this. Catch your Grizzlies Sunday at 5 when they take on the Toronto Raptors for their annual Faith and Family Night. Faith and Family Night features a post-game worship service with Bluff City praise led by Effie Johnson, as well as a faith-based Q&A conversation with Grizzlies forward Jake Laravia. Grab your tickets by visiting grizzly.com or calling 901-888-HOOP today. From Nashville's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Today on Hey Culligan, smooth skin and soft hair comes from where? Here's Mike. Hey Culligan, I've tried every conditioner, lotion, and body wash known to man, and my skin still feels like sandpaper. It could be your water, Mike. Oh, that's harsh. More like hard water. Are you interested in smart, high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan Water? Huh? Want baby smooth skin and soft, luxurious hair? <laughs> yeah, can you hurry? I have a date tonight. We're already on the way, Mike. Let us help you out with the free in-home water test from a local Culligan Water expert at Culligan.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Jackson City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Closing up shop here on a Friday. Greg Bogue, John Burton Show. Greg in Indiana. John and Patton here in Nashville. Strike the Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg, what's your weekend looking like? Uh, head this afternoon to um, Mattoon, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> the garden spot and the game tomorrow afternoon, uh, Charleston, Illinois, Eastern Illinois, TSU, looking for a uh, a week sweep, first one in conference play this week, uh, this year rather, and they've already beaten Eastern, Eastern Illinois at home. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. That's tomorrow afternoon at 3.30. And then uh, back on the team bus home, get home about midnight Saturday night. So that's my next what, 36 hours? Yeah, you're going to have a big party for the Pro Bowl. going to have people over, pizza, snacks, oh, yeah. wings, oh, yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 Come on over. <laughs> Watch a flag football game. Yeah. I, I, all seriousness, though, Greg, I'll be interested to see what kind of number that, that flag football game gets. It, it, the NFL can, you know, <sighs> you know, they the NFL can literally hoot for two hours and people <laughs> would listen. You could just put up a test pattern with the NFL yeah. shield. And uh-huh. just and just like a graphic underneath that says "Stay tuned." Dot dot dot, and people right. just stare at it for hours, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll, the NFL's I'll, king, uh, man. I don't. I just don't think I'll. I'm gonna partake. I, I didn't partake with the with the regular game. I mean, they got the NHL All Star Weekend going on. I mean, the game. Right, skills so skills challenge yeah. tonight. Game yep. tomorrow. UC Soros representing the Preds. Tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock on ABC, the All-Stars uh, competitions tonight. I think I'd rather watch that, quite frankly, than the uh, whatever they're doing at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it'll be more of a semblance of a game. Now, we all know the NHL All-Star game is kind of a joke because it's just, you know, it's going to be what? Three, yeah, it's three... not fun being a goaltender in that game. No, That's for no. Sure. It's good. So, it's three games, right? All the, the, the divisions play each other, and the winner of that game plays in the in, – Another game, and that's the all-star winners. Are they doing that again I this guess. year? Does I that make know. sense? I don't know. <laughs> Patton, what do you got going on this weekend, bud? 
Uh, not a lot for me, Austin P. Women, they are on the road. They're off to a nice little start to the season in A-Sun play. They're second right now. But uh, I'll just be kind of locked and loaded on the Pro Bowl all weekend, I think. You and Ray Sunday? Me and Ray Sunday uh, run with it. We will uh, discuss last week's uh, conference championship games. And I'm sure we'll get into a little NBA as well, starting to rear uh, kind of that time of the year. Yeah, 11 a.m. Sunday? 11 a.m. All right, so as you're going yep. home from church... Yes. You University Showcase uh, for me tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. I'll be doing that from the road. Uh, Devlin McKenzie uh, in studio, so we'll have that. Uh, Sammy Trebekin. doing her show tomorrow? Uh, uh, yes, she is. Okay. Uh, so Shout out, Rebecca, Sammy. Tennessee Tech and TSU. Shout out, Sammy. We, uh, we uh, are big fans of hers. All right, Greg. Well, listen, man, safe travels, and uh, I look forward to talking to you on Monday. We're going to recap the Pro Bowl and break it all down, and we're going to start Super Bowl week. We're, uh, we're on Radio Row this year, right? Yeah, no. right there on <laughs> Nolensville Pike. Have a great day, buddy. All right, see you guys. All right, there he goes, Greg Pope. All right, uh, we got Jim Rome up next and the McFarlands at 2 and then uh, the afternoon stretch at 4. All kinds of good stuff. Just rip the dial off, man. Natural Sports Radio is where it's at. Patton, thank you as always for a great week. We'll talk to you on Monday. All right, Jim Rome is next. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you.